0: You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 185, Five Ways to Use a Feng Shui Crystal Ball. Welcome to episode 185 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the mindful design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Check us out. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list by going to the show notes or you can visit mindfuldesignschool.com and scroll down to the bottom. We have special free workshops and different opportunities that are only available to our newsletter subscribers. We'd love to see you on our list. And in case you didn't know, Besides having this podcast, Laura and I teach feng shui. We teach people just like you in a small classroom setting, people that are fascinated by feng shui, how to become a feng shui consultant and how to become a feng shui practitioner, really diving deep and we're going to be starting our new semester very soon. We're open for enrollment right now, so we hope to see some of you at one of our live info sessions, and we'll send all that info out on our newsletter, and I guess we'll add something in the show notes too, right? Yeah, there'll be something in there. So for this episode, we wanted to talk about one of the most used items in btb feng shui as well as maybe one of the feng shui items that may be a little bit confusing that people don't know exactly what it is or how it works and how to use it and also i found that there's a lot of misinformation maybe about a feng shui crystal ball as well as it has a lot of allure i remember when i first started doing feng shui consultations sometimes people would say well i want to where do I put my feng shui crystal ball I really want to get one or they just had purchased one and they just like put it in their window and they don't know what else to do with it and also actually I had a friend who told me oh I have a feng shui crystal ball but I don't know what to do with it so so there's a lot of questions and curiosity about it so we thought we would talk about it today first of all a feng shui crystal ball is not a natural mineral crystal like a quartz or black tourmaline or like rose quartz or it's an or a diamond it's not a gemstone it is like glass crystal and they are faceted typically they're crystal and not just glass and they are kind of shaped like a golf ball. Like that's a 40 millimeter one and they have many, many facets. It's like a prism. And so when you get a high quality feng shui crystal ball, they really shine like a prism and they're very clear. So, you know, you can tell the difference between like a cheaper glass material and crystal, right? Like when you think about crystal wine goblets or something versus just glass wine glasses and It is something that we use a lot in feng shui. So we're going to talk about the qualities of the crystal ball, as well as some ways to use them and then how to hang them. So Laura, you want to start with one of our first five ways Mm -hmm. to use a feng shui crystal ball?
1: Yes. The first one of one of the ways, not necessarily the first and best, but just one way is to use the crystal ball to brighten. Brightening something or adding an element to your space that provides that brightness or even light is one of the ways you can adjust a space in feng shui. And so for a feng shui crystal, it has this ability to brighten. And the reason is, is yes, it's reflective, It sparkles. I mean, you look at it, you get it. You, you know, when you look at these things and you put them, you know, in a room, they catch the light and, and that gives it that, that quality of being able to brighten and lift a space. Feng shui crystals are also these balls. These feng shui balls are described as having the energy of the sun. It's like a small little sun, that you can add to a dark area of your home. So how you can use it is if you have an area of your home, one example is, let's say you have a very dark entryway. Entryways are very important in feng shui you know, it represents a lot of things from, you know, your opportunities coming into even, you know, your head, like, you know, and things, you know, the body part that's associated with the front door. So if it's dark and tight and doesn't feel expansive and you're limited on what you can do, you can hang a feng shui crystal from the center of that entryway with the intention to bring in that bright energy, to uplift the chi. And it'll allow you to, it'll open up the energy and add that bright quality
0: so similar to brightening using that energy of the sun the second way that you can use a feng shui crystal ball to adjust your feng shui is to use it to activate a bagua area and it will activate the chi or the energy the life force energy of that area the bagua so What I would do is get familiar with the Bagua map. If you're not already familiar with it, we have tons of podcast episodes about the Bagua, and we also have a free Bagua download e-kit that we'll put in the show notes linked to. And you may feel called to work on one area. And our suggestion is don't try to work on all eight areas you only want to work on one. So pick what's most important, what's most pressing, or what area really resonates with you right now, and you can locate it in your home. And if your home is really complicated, a great way to simplify it is simply to lay the Bagua on your bedroom, because generally bedrooms are smaller and more straightforward. So you can select the Bagua area, and actually, if you want to keep it really simple, you can just activate the center of the Bagua, which is the Tai Chi, what we call the Tai Chi. And it's it affects all the areas. So in fact, if you feel like you need to work on all the Bagua areas, the center would be the best place to go. And you can just locate the center of your bedroom and you activate the Chi, you activate that Bagua area, the center of that mandala, and you hang the feng shui crystal ball from the ceiling, either in one of the areas of the bagua or in the center of the bagua and leave it there for at least 27 days. So you want to hang this from the ceiling. And, you know, at the end of this episode, we'll talk about specifics on how you hang the feng shui crystal, but you want to hang it from the ceiling. Some people think that you put it on a, you know, the floor or something, which you could do actually, but really you should hang it from the ceiling because that way it's actually modulating the chi. Okay. The next
1: way you can use a feng shui crystal is to move the chi. If you have parts of your home where you feel that the chi is stagnant or dull, it's not, you know, moving, it's kind of like the feeling when you have a really stifling room, you know, where the air is not circulating. If you feel that you have one of these spaces, you can hang a feng shui crystal in that area. And, you know, depending on where it is, what room it's in, or maybe even what part of the bagua it's in, you could also, you know, add the intention to be more inspired because what that might be doing is giving you having that dull, heavy chi that's reflective of you as well. So you can use this opportunity to put a feng shui crystal to really lift the energy and to make it more inspiring, to move the chi around. You know, it doesn't have to be this great whirlwind. It can just literally, you know, just slowly get that chi to stop sticking in, I don't know, a dark corner or a room that is, you know, not used a lot. You know, you take a look at what's going on in your home and, what is even more interesting is when you overlaid the bagua to see what is coming up there, you know, and this is a lot, what feng shui consultants will look at is, okay, what's happening in a particular area of your home and what does that mean in the bagua and what can we learn from that? So you don't need to sort of go in and unpack that whole bagua thing, but really take a time to think about your home. And is there a part of your home that feels a little bit low and dull and stagnant and then add a feng shui crystal hang, a feng shui crystal there.
0: So the fourth way that you can use a feng shui crystal ball in your home is to use the feng shui crystal ball to change the flow of Qi. So Qi is life force energy and it's the main thing that we look at in feng shui and it's also what we look at in many other Asian modalities like Chinese medicine looks at the flow of Qi in your body. Tai Chi looks at the flow of qi in your body as well and how you move. It's sort of like prana, but it's not really like your blood, but it is kind of, it usually flows with your blood. So you, it can also flow in your home. And sometimes in feng shui, we see that there's a design detail in your home that is not optimal for the flow of qi. So a couple of those situations is when your bed is in line with a door especially the bathroom door. And so if your bed is in line with the door or especially a bathroom door, in fact, I just did a consultation this weekend where the bed was in line with the door and it was in line with the bathroom door and each of the doors were double doors, but anyway, there's a lot of doors happening in this floor plan. So it's very problematic in terms of feng shui. it's not ideal. So you want to modulate. The flow of qi, you want to change the flow of qi using this faceted feng shui crystal ball, which takes the qi and disperses it by hanging the feng shui crystal ball from the ceiling between the door and the bed. That way, you're protected while you're in bed. And so, you would hang it halfway between the door and the bed and hang it from the ceiling. Ideally, the bottom of the crystal ball is aligned with the top of the door.
1: Okay. So the last one that we're going to talk about today is how you can use a feng shui crystal ball to slow down the chi, to modulate a fast flowing energy or compressed chi. So if you have, for instance, how you can use it is let's say you have a very long, narrow and often dark hallway, you can hang a feng shui crystal in the middle of that hallway. And depending on how long that hallway is, you could hang more than one. And the reason is, is hallways, and again, depending on where it is in the home, that compressed long, narrow hallway can mean many things, but what it's going to end up doing is creating very fast chi moving down the hallway to whatever bedroom is at the end or whatever room is at the end. And you know, this can be you know, more dramatic or less dramatic depending on the layout of the home, but let's say you know sometimes we've even seen a hallway that goes and literally goes straight to a doorway, and at the end that doorway is a bedroom. And so in that case, you would absolutely wanna slow the flow of chi down and open the hallway up. So, you know, you're gonna, when you're doing these adjustments and where you're using the feng shui crystal for these things, you can think about, you know, your intention is really important. So you wanna say, you know, I want the chi to slow down. I also want it to feel more expansive. And, you know, again, that brightening. And, you know, you can bring all of these qualities to this particular feng shui adjustment.
0: So those are our five ways to use a feng shui crystal ball and we'll close with a little bit more information on how to hang the feng shui crystal ball. So to review, a feng shui crystal ball is not a natural occurring mineral. It's actually made of glass crystal and it's typically the size of a golf ball, which is 40 millimeters. We wouldn't really go smaller than that, but you could go bigger. For most spaces at 40 millimeters is great, or for bigger rooms you can go up to 50 millimeters or even larger. And so you want to get a high quality functional crystal ball, the highest quality that you can get so it refracts the light very well and it's high quality crystal. And you hang the crystal ball from the ceiling using a red string typically, that's the general rule of thumb. So you can get a thin red ribbon and hang it from the ceiling. And you also want to be careful not to hang the crystal ball in such a way that someone would hit their head on it or that it's hung precariously so that it might drop because I've known a lot of people who've had either who haven't put them up properly or they have a finicky home and they drop and then they'll completely shatter, which we can have a whole different feng shui episode on that or podcast episode on that but yeah you want to make sure you fastened it properly and at the holistic spaces store i've been working with this adjustment object for so long i created a kit that made it really easy for people it has a 40 millimeter high quality crystal ball it includes the red string that's already it's already strung that you can trim to the right height that is required for you and then or right length and then it comes with a damage free hook like a command hook that you can stick on the ceiling but you have to be sure to like wipe down the ceiling make sure there's no debris or dust on it and then you know you have to properly put things up because they'll fall and then that's an indication of what your chi was when you uh, set up that adjustment and it and it it could fall and fail so yeah we can do a whole episode on what happens Mm -hmm. when your adjustment fails breaks yes yeah that's a good one right let us know if you guys think that's a good one (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this episode of the holistic spaces podcast you can tune in every monday for a new episode if you like our podcast please share it subscribe leave a review and most importantly sign up for our mailing list you can look in the show notes or you can go to our website mindfuldesignschool.com and scroll to the bottom and sign up for our mailing list we have lots of special workshops and events that are only for newsletter subscribers we don't share them anywhere else so we'd really love to see you there and be sure to check your spam to make sure you're receiving the emails too because everything goes to spam now i even like emails i want to get from like people I'm working with going to spam all the time now so you always have to check that spam folder so thank you so much for listening also be sure to check out one of our info sessions for our certification program if you didn't know Laura and I teach people to become functional practitioners we hope to see you in one of our classes one day thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week